Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. This is episode 107, 107. We're 10 away from 117. Can't wait for that episode. Don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but. You should just stop there. <laughs> just finish it. <laughs> just throw it in the, put it in the books, we're done, and uh, that's that's it. Uh, this is for the week of December 31st, 2019. Happy New Year! So, I mean, this episode will release on the 31st, but we won't have another episode until in 2020, so we're gonna we're just going to say that now. Uh, my name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the red HCS Pro Talk t-shirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? Doing all right, man. How are you? I am less than 24 hours... I'm less than 24 hours away from moving. The day this releases, you will be moved. Yes, the day this releases, I will be in my new house. I am stressed as fuck. Sure. And, uh, I mean, ba- the packing's basically done. It's just, we have our final walkthrough today on the place we're buying. Uh, the, we, the people who are buying our place had the final walkthrough this morning. So, it's just getting the rest of the stuff packed up. Uh, I brought all the electric, so my mom lives, obviously I'm not going to disclose the city, but my mom lives in a city close to where we are. So I dropped all the electronic stuff off uh, over there because I didn't want movers dealing with any of that. And I didn't want to take it in my car because tomorrow morning, Monday morning, 8 a.m., we're closing and we're going to be there for a while. So I didn't want to have it in my car, but that's besides the point. So yeah, less than 24 hours away. And then on the first uh, Will's coming over. We're designing the studio space. It's going to be a hell of a time. Can't wait. I'm exhausted. That's how I'm doing. I'm ready to be moved. I'm ready to fucking... I'm just... I'm ready. I, I'm ready, Will. I'm ready. That's it. Hey, Will. Yeah. You want to know what's coming on this week's episode? What do we got, man? So, we got a light sprinkling of news... We have the first HCS event of 2020 that's actually been announced. We have some tournament announcements and recaps. We have free agents that Will's going to talk about. We have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCASP for short matchup number eight results. That's Spikwin going up against Lethal. That's our final standard matchup, first round matchup results. And then we have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCASP for short matchup number nine, which is our first quarterfinal. It's a discussion with Royal 2 against Frosty. Now we have some video games, duh, and uh, money is raised for charity to end out the show. But before we get into any of that, it's time for COD and other games. Oh, watch the last one of 2019. Oh, just wait for Will's adventures. Will it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hoot nanny. What does that even mean? What does hoot nanny mean? I don't know. I just hear people use it. You know, I haven't used um, it in so long. Uh, I'll do some research while you Perfect. Go Let's look up what Hootenanny means. Uh, all right. And kind of the games watch. The Call of Duty League adds pro tournaments for 2020 season. This is by CDL. In other words, the Call of Duty League. Uh, over on CallofDutyLeague.com. And I quote, We at Call of Duty League are incredibly excited to announce the addition of tournament-based play as part of the inaugural 2020 season. Bringing week, beginning week two in London, teams will compete in a format that is both familiar to the legacy of Call of Duty esports and fresh amidst the backdrop of our city-based franchise structure. 
This format, coupled with a brand new point system that goes into effect on launch weekend, will deliver a competitive experience where every match of the season matters. The result? Fans will get to see more matches, more drama, and more teams competing each home series weekend. We love listening to our community and finding unique ways to deliver on our vision of igniting a shift in the sports entertainment. Our competitive format is one of the many highlights we are thrilled to introduce in 2020, including improved watchability, pop culture infusions, and fan-first experiences at the pro and amateur levels. Here's to launching something special together, starting in Minneapolis on January 24th, 2020. So there you go. It's not just going to be a league-based structure anymore. There's going to be actual tournaments. That's, I think that's huge. Because that's, it's not something that's happened in league spaces before. So I think this is going to be really, really cool. And like they said, it brings, one of the things people complained about, right, when when all these, um when the home series were announced for each team, it's, oh, that that team might be playing twice. Other teams might be only playing once. You know, if you're going there, you want to see other teams compete. Now you actually have that opportunity, which is awesome. So I'm I'm excited to see what comes of this. Will, what did you find for Hoot Nanny? Hoot Nanny, an informal gathering with folk music and sometimes dancing. Hoot Nanny was also an old country word for party. Nowadays, the word most commonly refers to folk music party with an open mic at which different performers are welcome to get up and play in front of an audience. Okay, well, I'm definitely not having folk music, but it's going to be a party. All so right. we're, that's that's that. <laughs> um, hey, Will. Yeah. That's it for Con. Another game's all watch. And now it's time for some competitive news. Well, I only have one thing here so okay i'm just gonna preface this here this show is gonna be light the reason why is because i don't know if you guys knew this or not but like christmas happened and uh people take vacation over christmas which means things don't really get worked on over the week so but uh we did get something and that something's pretty goddamn big the first hcs event of 2020 has officially been announced this is by hcs on twitter and i quote announcing the first halo esports event of 2020 dreamhack anaheim we're excited to continue the dreamhack halo series with halo reach at dreamhack anaheim in 2020 on february 21st through the 23rd assemble the squad and prepare to compete for fifty thousand dollars mouse and keyboard and controller. Now, from what I've heard, the input that you the input method that you choose is what you have to stick with. I believe so. I forgot who talked about it, but apparently they got the information from Tashi. So, if that is to be correct, if you choose to play with a controller, you're playing with it throughout the entire event. If you choose to play with mouse and keyboard, you choose to play with it the entire event. That's that. I think we're still going to see a majority of controller players. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. I think Moses put out a tweet or uh, somebody put out a tweet with a poll. Like, yeah, a poll. It was Moses asking, how many, do you, how many mouse and keyboard teams do you think will make it into the top eight or top ten or whatever? And it's like one or more or zero. So, I mean, I... I never think there's going to be a full team of mouse keyboard players. No, I don't think so either. Unless they want to try to, like, make a statement. Be like, it's really not that big of a deal. You're just bad. You know? I'd love to... I, w- I think it'd be amazing to see that happen, though. Like, a full mouse and keyboard squad breaking... D- 
breaking top eight, I mean, that'd be amazing. And just making that statement piece being like, yes, there are things that still need to be worked on, but we're here to compete, man. So, but no, I agree with you. I think the majority is going to be controller player, especially considering probably the pros that are going to be competing and what they've competed on for so long, considering it's been controller. I don't think they'd switch, especially not for a $50,000 prize pool tournament. So who knows? But Will, that's it for the competitive news. So we've waited for a while. We finally got it. Um, I'm happy. And obviously I was hoping for, I mean, the, the HCS and DreamHack have had a longstanding relationship. It's been going on for a long time and it's worked out very well. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what comes of this tournament for sure. Next up, we have our upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. And uh, a couple cool big ones that just got announced. And then we also have, so I'll start off by saying on Friday, January 3rd, we have the Halo throwback throwdown number two. That's going to be taking place. And then we also have from All Access Studios, they've announced two tournaments. First up, a Halo Reach 2v2 that's going to be, t- it's called Money Tuesday. Get it? <laughs> Money Twos? Money Tuesday? Halo Reach PC 2v2 tournament. $100 winner-take-all uh, money pot, and 100% of all donations received during the final stream will be added to the uh, money pot. Registration and info can be found at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. It's taking place on January 1st with the finals taking place on January 14th. Okay, so the majority of the tournament takes place January 1st with the finals taking place on January 14th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Best of five, North America only, must have capability to stream. So please check out the smash.gg link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show for more information on that tournament. And then this one was very surprising as well. So we'll... I talked, we talked about Mythic before, and I thought there was going to be a tournament taking place. This is that tournament. So, All Access Studios announces a Halo 5 Mythic settings 4v4. It's a Mythic 4v4 tournament, online, double elimination, best of five, winner take all. It's taking place on January 4th at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Louis V Titan. And there is a PayPal link for donations to be added to the prize pool. So check that out as well. And the smash.gg link for this one will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes as of the show notes of the show as well. And finally, it says, shout out to the Mythic team. This is a testament to your hard work. And that's it for the tournament. I mean, not, that's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week. What the fuck am I talking about? Will. Mm-hmm. Can I do something here real quick? Sure. It's the end of 2019. Do you mind if I do it without the soundbite? Sure. Do you want to join me? No, go for it. Okay, are you sure? I can't do the voice. You can. You got it. All right. <clears throat> without the soundbite, doing it live. Last show of 2019. Let's get into it. It's time for Rustermania. How'd that feel? It felt good. I haven't done it in so long. Oh my God. <laughs> it felt great. Will, what do we got for the rosters of the week? All right. We just have a free agent list for Anaheim uh, presented by Veronica. Hell yeah. 
It's a Google Doc. Link will be provi- provided in the show notes. In our Google Doc. Yeah. Google Doc <laughs> Inception. Oh, so, here we go. Um, this has the player and their input. So, we're going to run through them. Um, single players, single free agents. We have Midshot, uh, J-Rock, Nikolai, Jackson Fives, Magic, Phantom Snake, Pollock, Crossfire, Skaduff, Mike Fathom, Eddie, K-Mattify, Just the OG, Snaps, Kevin Clutch, looks like Shinedown, uh, 60804, Nade Fox, Wargua, uh, Treka, Yolts Yop, Mad Cow, RB6784, Banging Models, Wow. <laughs> Devin Vert. Paluski. Captain Choke. Nice. Uh, Tran Q. Vitamins. Allege. Um, Sinfulus. Derek. It's Renru. Uh, Lieutenant Condor and a Wild Panther. Got through it. Okay. You did it. Um, team of twos. We have Veronica, Dreamy Dream, and then Schlaze and Sacrifice. Um, and then we do have a team of three, which is Crisp, Six, Restrict, and Killastrophe or Killastrophe. Um, there's a few players who have been listed. Most of them are on controller. Um, a couple have controller or mouse and keyboard. Okay. So I think they're kind of either way. Um, but check out the Google Doc. You can see which ones uh, want to play on what input. And their um, Twitters are also included in the Google Doc. So check it out. Sweetness. Boom. Thank you, Will. That's all we have for Roster Mania. Will, you did a great job. As always, you kill those names. I try. Straight up murder. I don't you know, know about that. <laughs> I, I think you do. Hey, Will. Yeah. What do we got for the tournament league recaps of the week? All right. Um, we'll start off with the Southeastern Esports Halo Reach 2v2 results. In 7th through 8th, we had Team 2 Dead, which was Melshi or Mel. Oh, God. Yep. And uh, Scuti, two times, um, included Syndigal and Montu1234. And fifth through sixth, we had Insane Insane Shinobis, which was Saiyan Shinobi and Zeker, which I don't know if that's the real Saiyan. No, I don't think so. And then S- Team SSJ, which was Sparta and Devil. In fourth place was Team Yo. This was Will Zarm and Shalman. Or Shanam, sorry. And third was Team Bamba, Quicksilver, and James Arbin. Bamba. Thanks, Josh. And second was Duncan No Donuts. This was Nexium and Thorium. Hey, Duncan, no donuts. In first place was Team Anime, King Nick, and its name. They took home 50 bucks. And as Josh said, there's not a lot to this episode, so that <laughs> does it for tournament and league recaps of the week. So I'm really excited for that Mythic tournament that's going to be taking place. I'm excited to see what comes from that. A lot of skill jumps that are taking place on those maps. Um, hey, well, we got a couple topics. Yes, we do. Yes. And uh, the first one being the HTS Pro Talk Ability All-Star Bracket or HPT's ASP for short matchup number eight. 
results. Mekwin going up against Lethal, our final standard uh, first-round matchup. Will, drumroll, please! It's okay. You were you were close there. You were close there. Um, Something that was also close was the, the poll was closer than I thought it was going to be. With 67.9% of the vote, the winner is Lethal. I mean, we knew. We had a feeling Lethal was going to win this, but it was closer than I thought. It wasn't like this 90-something percent to less than 10, you know? Yeah. For sure. McWin taking home 32.1%. McWin, I'm sorry you were knocked out. Lethal moves on. And now it's time for HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number nine, which is our first quarterfinal matchup discussion. Royal 2 against Frostay. What do you got, Will? What are you thinking? Um, What's percolating in the so, yeah. mind? Um, we got two teammates going up against each other. Yes. Both, two all-time greats. Yes. Um, they both kind of have their own style. They do their own thing, work yep. together well. Um, what, what did you have first? Let's start off with what you got. So I went back and I looked at Frosty because Royal 2 is well-known from way back, right? He's competed for a very long time. Something that I want to know, and hopefully we can have Royal 2 or a snake bite on the show someday, because I want to know, I was thinking about it today, and I'm like, I want to know what was going through their mind when they saw him. Like, because like a phone call or a text or a voice chat or something need to have taken place for when you drop Ogre 2 and pick this kid up, you know? And when we talked about their matchups before, when we talked about like them individually before, we talked about how Frosty didn't do very well in H2A when Royal 2 did, you know? And Frosty basically started with H2A and then obviously went on to five and did great things. But during H2A, not placing very high, did have one upset against Noble Black at one tournament, if I'm not mistaken, but... Going to Halo 5 and having these makeshift teams, but eventually just, from what it looked like, out of the blue being picked up by CLG, an already dominant roster, who is not only in the Pro League, but is going to be one of the top teams in Worlds. And you get that, like, quote-unquote phone call, and they're getting rid of Ogre 2, and you're coming into that mix. I want to know what was going through their mind at that moment. I want to know what that conversation looked like. In terms of the players themselves, it's, to me, it's hard to determine who is better. Like, if you look at H2A, obviously, Royal 2 is the better player. Like, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that's clear. And if you look at Halo 3, you can't say Frosty's better because Frosty isn't competing. Frosty's in Call of Duty right now. But Frosty competing at the top level in Call of Duty is not something to scoff at either. I know it's not Halo-related. I know it's not HCS-related. But he is a top talent when it comes to first-person shooters. Plain and simple. So, focusing on Halo 5. Okay, if we're focusing on Halo 5 here where both of them were dominant. I mean, clearly, they're both teammates for the longest time. Will, you and I talked about this, and 
would would that team be the same without Frosty? If they didn't pick him up at all, right? We we went through a we went through just a laundry list of what ifs, like with reciprocity and so on and so forth too. Remember? Yeah. So. Would this CLG roster, which became Optic, which became Tox, would they be that same dominant squad without this unbelievably great young talent in Frosty? I don't think they would. Because, okay, I don't know him personally, but from the gameplay that I've seen, it looked like Ogre 2 was dropping off a little bit. I'm I'm sorry to say, but it looked like his best days were behind him. So now let's say you don't, I mean, they could have just, they could have obviously dropped Ogre 2 for somebody else. It didn't need to be Frosty, but I don't think that team would be the same without him. I really don't. Royal 2 and Snake by being together for as long as they were, I think that that duo would all, always be fine together. But having that young talent who really made his stride in Halo 5, learning all the maps, finding all these jumps that nobody's ever seen before. Not not even Snakebite Royal 2, Lethal, they haven't seen these before. These hiding spaces, these thrust jumps that you're able to make, Frosty was one of the first people that brought that to the fold in Halo 5. And I think it was because that's where he made his stride. That was the Halo game that he was able to fully dive into and dissect it like these older pros were able to do with Halo 2, Halo 3, right? And there's something to be said that I I love. So I love the veteran players, right? I love my snipe downs. I love my pistolas. I love my Royal 2s, my snake bites, my APGs, all that, right? But it's something to be said when they were young once too. They had to make their start somewhere as well. They had to go to these open events and make a name for themselves in online matchmaking and wait for that call or that text, right? And Frosty is that. Fro- well, Frosty was that. He was that young talent that nobody had really heard of before, had his best friend Boo Boo Doo at his side, was playing matchmaking games, and eventually got called up. And without him... I don't think that team would be the same. So, in terms of who's a better player, that's hard. I don't think I can... I honestly don't know if I could quantify that. Because they were on the same team for so long, and they played off each other so well. But I really... I'll just stick with what I'm saying. I don't think that team would be the same. Honestly, I think that team would be worse if they didn't have Frosty on that roster. I get that. We're also looking not as a team, though. We have to look at these players individually. Sure. And really, when we're talking, this is a community all-star bracket. In my book, both of these players are all-stars all the way. Yep. So That's why I couldn't I think, quantify and be I like, think, shit, I don't know who's no matter No matter who you pick, I don't think you're going wrong. No, um, I don't think so either. But... I went back and watched some HCS play of Tox today. Yep. That's I, I spent some time doing that. Um, from what I could see, Royal 2 would be the one in the base, picking up the sniper, hanging back, yep. hitting shots, getting, getting some kills. And Frosty, so I focused on the objective games because we know 
these players can slay. Everyone yes. can slay. Yep. Focus on the objective games. Frosty was the one who would maybe save a flag run every once in a while, get, get in the right position to get down to the flag, or you know, throw the ball off in the right in the right spot um, while his team was like <sighs> Royal Two. Um, I'm spacing on names. Holy crap! Snake, snake bite. Like they'd be your setup guys. Yep. And Frosty's that guy flying around the map. You have the aggressor. Else up. Yep. You have your aggressor. So he's able to extend plays and yes. You, yes. So in a sense, that they would have needed to fill that role with another player. If you're talking. If you're talking about the whole team. Yep. If Frosty never joined, then yeah, you need to fill that with another player. And I don't know if there's anyone else out there better than the Splice roster that did that. Yes. And that team was definitely the fastest team we'd ever seen compete in that game. But on the flip side, if you're looking at Royal 2, who's able to get those setups started and prolong them. Yeah, I, um, one of the big games, I was watching uh, MLG New Orleans from 2018, uh, Sanctuary Flag game, and he got, um, he, got, he got an over while pushing for the flag. He then died, but then Frosty got the run all the way back. Yep. So it's like... But but without his push and his slays, exactly like that whole flag runs dead. And we talk about how easy it is to snipe in Halo Five, but when you have taking that even away, when you have one of the most dominant snipers in the entire game in Royal Two, who's able to lock down an area of a map that you're not getting past it, like you ain't going anywhere. That whole that whole section's blocked off. Have fun making your way around it because his other teammates are right around the corner waiting for you. When he's able to do that, and, you know, we've seen so many games where a, a team will have a sniper rifle, but that player misses shots consistently, right? Just bo even body shots, just misses consistently. You're not, you're not taking a power position on the map at that point. You're not being impactful. Exactly. Royal 2 was. Mm -hmm. Royal 2 was that impactful player who was able to get things going for the team. So without him... Who would be able to fill those shoes? It's it's really hard. It is really hard to remain that composed throughout the entire getting things set up and holding a setup throughout the entire game. Or like if you have a trip cap on a strongholds game, right? In order to maintain that trip cap, continually spawn rotate, like that's hard to do. Or even having a, if you're playing um, strongholds on plaza and you're trying to keep nest and bottom mid, is you want that, no matter what you want to, obviously, and the best two-way setup is bottom, mid, and nest. Yeah, it's more open. You have more like, exactly. sight lines. You know where they're going to be spawning. It's either going to be hotel or uh, plaza. Exactly. If you're able to maintain that setup, and Royal 2 is one of those people who is able to, it's it's so it's so hard to, get to break that. And that's why it's so hard for me to, to be like, oh, this player's better than the other. Just because they both play differently. Yep. They both are incredible at their position that they play. Exactly. Yes. So I, I think it's a really hard choice. Um, from my personal account, I've been voting for the uh, underdog in each poll. Oh, I vote for statistically who I think is the better player. So I don't know who's going to win. Did you vote for McWin then? I did. <laughs> Bumping uh, those stats. You know, I got, look, I, um, in my mindset, I'm like, okay, all these players are great no matter what. Yeah. I oh, that's why they're in the bracket in the first place. Yes. Um, I, I pretty much know who's going to win here. Let's show some love to. So who would you, who do you think is the better player out of these two? Mm. If who would you give so, it to? If we go back and 
look at the parameters of what this bracket's about. Yes. The last five years of HCS, Royal Two's had a better you run. You kind of have to. Right. And he's still going. Exactly. Frosty dipped on us. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. I'm going to Call of Duty. Okay. Um, oh, but man. you can't deny his dominance either. Right. The impact that he had on the game itself. He changed... Like if you if if we don't get Frosty, maybe we don't get Splice because Splice built upon what Frosty already laid down. Right, and to me, looking at the way Frosty played, it was Frosty to me was one of the players who was able to take advantage of everything that Halo Five had to offer, and we didn't see that again. And I'm not kidding. To me, it we didn't see that again until that Splice roster came, right? Frosty being the new person coming on that CLG squad. Showing them what he's learned in Halo 5 itself and bringing that to that dominant veteran squad. And then on the flip side, years later, you have that Splice roster come in and shake it up all over again. This time being this majority young roster and they're zip, zipping around the map, making it look like nothing. And we're able to dominate in a completely different way. But Frosty was the originator of that. And it's so hard. It's so hard. Like, if we're looking at stats-wise, obviously it's Royal 2 that edges it out. It just is. But if you're looking at impact on the game itself, I could see Frosty taking that too. This is going to be a tough one. It is. This is going to send someone to the semifinals? This is going to send somebody home. It's going to send someone home. No loser's bracket here. Sorry, guys. No. Thanks for calling it loser's bracket. Oh, because that's what they are. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited to see how the poll ends up. I think Royal 2's take it. I do. I really hope it's really close, though. Like, think if it was like a, a 49-49. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, that'd be insane. Or what if it's 50-50? 49.5 to 50.5. That'd oh. be nuts. I'm excited to see the end up of this poll. I think this will be the closest one yet. Yes. I think and it so might shake well. up some brackets. It could. I mean, if, these, two, well could. these two going against each other, man. I think, so, obviously not disclosing whose it is, but I think there is one bracket out of the submitted brackets that is in the lead right now. Okay. Yep. Everybody else, I think, had the same prediction for one of the matchups that lost. Interesting. Yep. So we'll see what happens. We'll have to wait and see. I'm excited. Oh, I hope this pulls close. Because they deserve it. Both both players are incredible. Absolutely incredible. Again, um, the live tweet will go out on Tuesday for the episode. Well, if you're listening to this, you already probably saw it. And then on Wednesday, <laughs> the next day the voting poll for the community all-star bracket will be up. Yes. Will, it's time for some regular news. For, uh, well, <laughs> just what well, I was going to say first, but we only have one again. This Halo Reach PC mod lets you fight humans in Firefight. This is by Brendan Lowry of Windows Central over at windowscentral.com, and I quote, This mod by 101 Steven 101 completely overhauls Halo Reach's firefight horde mode by putting you in the shoes of an elite and replacing all Covenant enemies with UNSC soldiers and vehicles. These range from civilians armed with handguns to Spartans with power weapons, and each type of trooper you encounter will pose a unique type of threat. In addition, ordnance drops in-game will be Covenant weapons, and the vehicles usually available for players to use, such as warthogs, are replaced with Covenant vehicles, 
The loadouts you can choose from aren't Covenant-focused, but you can manually create some Covenant-themed ones in the game options. Currently, the mod only works on three maps, which is Beachhead, Corvette, and Waterfront. However, the mod author has stated that all the firefight maps of the game will be supported soon. So there you go. Big official mod. It's out, and you can follow the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show that, cho- that tells you how to install it as well. So all that information is in there. And that's it for the regular news. All right. It is now time for Will's Adventures Within the Halovers. And other games to the end of 2019. Well, what did you play this week? Jesus. Okay. Um, <sighs> let's see. I tried to play some GTA today. Yeah. Um, I'm having internet issues where the internet oh, just no. cuts off randomly. So I kept getting kicked off online. That's some bullshit. So dropped out of that. Thanks, Comcast. Yeah, thanks. Um, Played some Modern Warfare. Found out I'm really tired of multiplayer. It's campers specifically, or just, just it's it's stupid. And exp- I got on shipment, and that thing that map is trash. They screwed it up. How like, do you screw up shipment? That map is small as fuck. Like I would literally spawn with two enemies, like in a corner with two enemies, like in front of me or next to me. The, it's horrible. Oh, that sounds it's bad. horrible. And then if you get like, I don't know if you've seen the videos, but if you get like a juggernaut or even if you just pick up a large magazine LMG, you can literally sit in a corner and spray and just pick up spawners constantly. Like you don't have to move. You can just sit there and spray. Oh, that sounds it's, terrible. It's horrible. They that sounds up. really bad. Um, yeah, I just, I went through multiplayer. Um, I got my gold M4, you know, I really worked for it. You know, you have to complete all those challenges to get all the skins. And then after that, I'm like, now what? Like nothing. When they, when they changed, they changed gunfight to, you had to pick up weapons on the map. That was stupid. Okay. Um, you, you know, usually you'd spawn with like a sniper rifle and a handgun, but now it's like, oh, the, the, the sniper rifle is up on this wall and you have to go run to pick it up and you could, there's a, there's a pistol close and you can try to fight with that, but it just didn't make it seem as competitive. Sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, I did jump in the co-op part of it, the uh, Spec Ops mode. Yeah, Spec Ops. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun and cool if you have people that know what they're doing. Okay. If people don't know what they're doing, then not so fun. It's not so fun. Um, are there difficulty modes? No, it's just. Oh, it's just straight up. It's just straight up. Okay. How many people? Four. Okay. So. Um, I can see what you mean, though. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's a pretty cool. Um, thought does it extend the story kinda i mean doesn't it say like to be continued yeah in spec ops yeah um you are fighting i guess the 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 terrorist group or whatever and you're trying to do you play as any main characters or no no you you play as your um unlocked characters from so if, if you're unlocking from the battle pass or it's just whatever character you you choose but you're basically a group going into um, basically gather intelligence or stop something from happening. Uh, you drop into a large map and then there'll be different objectives. You go and find those objectives. Like Are these like, uh, um, is it ground war? What's like the big, the huge multiplayer mode? Yeah. Ground war. Are they maps like that? 
Kind of. Okay. Um, the last one I did, we dropped into a map where it was like a enemy compound. And you had to, there were certain points that were already like the, the fence was blown up. Okay. And you can either like, you could choose to do it stealth, stealth or go guns blazing. That's um, cool. Unfortunately, when you have, when you solo queue, you have people Random who teammates. Don't. So yeah, we ended up going guns blazing. Sure. Into an enemy compound filled with enemies. Um, but so the, the point of this one was you had to go into this enemy compound, mm-hmm. um, find these crates that were the, probably the lethal gas that you okay. found in the campaign campaign. Mm-hmm. You had to mark them with trackers. So then your, um, flight support could bomb them. Now each, there was three different computers you had to hack. Okay. And then it would show a picture of what sticker is on those containers. Oh. If you have four people not communicating, you need to find the right ones with the right stickers. Yikes. Yikes. Um, so you had to do that three times, and then there's like a boss that kind of spawns. It's like this big, um, I think it was a juggernaut that came out, and then maybe a tank too. And you can pick up, it's really cool. Like they have little briefcases around the maps, and you can pick up like weapon streaks or oh, kill streaks. That's sick. So, like, I would carry a cluster strike with me the whole game until, like, I knew the end was coming because sure. there's always that kind of boss wave or final wave. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then you had to, um, once you once the airstrike came in, you were able to, like, steal a tank. Okay. And then, like, get your way to the extraction point, which was pretty cool. So we're just blasting our way through. It's kind of a cool ending scene. And you hop out, get in the helicopter, and you fly away. That sounds cool. So it can be fun. You get waves of enemies. It's um, do you have lives? So you can go down, okay, and get revived. Yep. If you die, so there's a there's a timer that's c- counting down, right? So, okay. um, the first person dies, you have like thirty seconds until they respawn. Oh, if two people die, then you have to like the then you have to wait like a minute twenty. So the more people that die, the longer you have to wait for your your guys to come back. And I take it the longer the match goes. If somebody dies, then that timer extends. I guess I really didn't pay attention to it too much. Okay. But yeah, there but was. That's cool that there's no lives. Like, so you don't yeah. have like 10 lives spread amongst your group. And if you lose the lives, you're done. That's, I'm glad that that's not a thing. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. And there, and you can go down. When you go down, you pull out your pistol like last stand. Sweet. In the original Modern yeah. Warfare. Yeah. So there'd be times where I go down and my teammates are in the building. I'm just firing out the back door trying to give them cover. It's It can be pretty cool. That's I, but, I, kind of cool that they brought that back. Yes. In a way. Um, but it really, you really need a group to fully enjoy and and play through it properly because I feel like I'm go so I'm solo queuing. Yeah, guys aren't communicating. It's it makes it a lot tougher than it needs to be, especially when like so the first mission is just going through and clearing buildings, looking for taking out targets. Yeah, and it would really help for all of us to go to one building instead of one person going to this one, two over here, and just it turns into a mess. Feel so, that struggle. Yeah. So if you're going to play co-op, actually play with people who are going to do co-op things and talk to you. But other than that, um, yeah, not feeling the multiplayer so much. Co-op was a little, I think, a little more fun. Okay. Um, I think I completed three or four of the missions. Nice. There's a good, there's a good decent list in there. So Awesome. I'll keep going. I'll probably keep going. Um, downloaded The Witcher 3. Ooh. I downloaded mods. Nice. Yep. So That's the way you should be doing like it. Like 9,000 weight limit so I can carry almost anything. Yep, that was one of the things I did. Um, infinite stamina for Roach. Okay. Pretty nice. I mean, I feel you don't run out of stamina, so. Either way. Yeah. Um, I did. Fast travel anywhere. Fast travel anywhere. Yep, because those signposts are stupid. 
I did a graphics pack. I, something got messed up because all of the, um, so when you're not in a cutscene or like the NPC faces, like just like the peasants walking around, their like faces are like melted. Oh God, that's disgusting. And they're like hanging there. Oh no. But when you go talk to someone like in the tavern and it like the camera zooms in, everything's fine. Okay. So the graphic pack works that way. Something's really wrong Yikes. with all the other people. <laughs> I mean, the game looks good normally, so. Yeah. Um, what else did I do? I did a ton of stuff. But yeah, did you use that, Nexus mods then? Or what'd you do? Yes. It's okay. no longer called Nexus. It's right. Vortex or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, I, I did that. Just downloaded a bunch of them. Yep. Um, and yeah. Oh, the uh, my swords don't break down over time. That's kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, infinite durability. Infinite durability. Smart move. Auto apply oils. Wow. I'm like You're real cheesing, huh? I really I just it's not that's like that's it's too in depth for me, right? Like I sure. wouldn't enjoy it if I had to go like oh I told I gotta, you I never applied them. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, like I would probably not apply them and keep playing or just have the game do it for me if it's there. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> it's there, you know? Um so yeah, I've not even beat the first Griffin yet. Okay. I'm very early stages. Now you watched through the series, you said, right? Yep, the Netflix series. Okay. I'm on I got to episode four. Yeah. So and the Nets Netflix series is based off the books, not the games. Right. But one of the episodes did follow a quest from The Witcher Three. I believe it was episode three. Yes. Which was the the Bloody Baron. Yes. 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 Great quest, by the way. That's not spoiling anything if you don't know what it is. But, yeah. Watch the Netflix series. It's really good. I like it so far a lot. And then, uh, I think Henry Cavill does a great job. Yeah. He really does. I like his his voice is perfect. Yep. He gets the, hmm, or whatever, yeah. down. Or just, fuck. And oh, I'm, I'm glad he talks more, though. Yeah. Because I that's one of the things that irritated me about, like... The game? or Yeah, in a sense that... In the game, he just sounds too grovelly to me. Okay. When Henry Cavill like brings a little bit more enthusiasm to it to me, um, he's just a good actor in general. And then I like seeing Yennefer's origins, I guess you could say. Yeah. I really like that a lot because when you see her in the show for the first time, you're like, what? And then something happens. You're like, oh, it all makes sense now. Got it. Cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, I like the show a lot. And I'm also going to be playing through The Witcher 3. I, again, yeah. I will be, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then I played some H5. H5. Yeah. Halo 5 Guardians. Halo 5 Guardians, yes. yes. Um, more holiday fiesta. I yes. played by myself. I... On Friday, kind of did the impromptu community play date. Yep. You joined in for a little bit. I did. Uh, High Tech Redneck and Silas was there as well. Yep. Um, started off with Holiday Fiesta, moved into Mythic because Silas had yet to play it. Okay. Um, then moved back to one game of Holiday Fiesta before calling it. Um, and then I also, after that, on Saturday, I got my rank in SWAT. I believe I'm a plat three. Nice. But I was, I was very confused because my whole ranking right? I was getting diamonds and plats on my team. And then me who was still ranking and then we'd play against the same. And then like an Onyx on the other team. I'm like, am I 
my ranking up there? Because like I was going, there was a game I went like 19 and 10. Sure. I was top of the leaderboard for almost every single one of my placement matches, even though we didn't win most of them. Sure. I had teammates going four and 20, three and 10. It was like heartbreaking to me. I was doing everything I could. Oh, I understand. <laughs> and I know and the struggle. I, it's, it's because of the player base yep. and you have to do an expanded search. And that's why Onyxes get golds on their team. It is what it is. It is what it is. So um, I don't know. I feel like out of all, so I tried ranking in Slayer. Okay. I lost my shit because it was me solo queuing going up against teams of three and fours. Oh, I hate that so much. I I got tired of it. Um, So I backed out of Slayer. I didn't do any arena. Um, My mythic ranking is horrible because that's not my game style. And then, yeah, I got SWAT. I don't, I, I don't know, but I enjoyed SWAT out of, all, out of all of them the most. Looks like you're going to be competing in the next SWAT Nation tournament. Yeah, maybe. Um, I've been trying to collect clips again for no reason. Sure. But it's fun. Um, there was a game, a SWAT game. I believe it was uh, Empire where I was top catwalk. Mm-hmm. And I got the I turned got a guy in security, turned around. There was two, two of them like jumping off of Red Window. And I, I two shots just pop, pop double kill or turn into a triple kill. It felt pretty good. So I clipped that nice. And then I got this really sick angle. I was playing um, again, ho- or it was holiday fiesta, but it was all snipers on fucking stasis. Um, but terrible map. There's a spot where it's kind of, uh, it's on one of the sides of the map. There's a box in front of like bottom mid and then the bridge, the hydro bridge up top. Mm-hmm. And then off to the left of their spawn is that little like box where you can either go down the stairs or just continue up on top. And I jumped, stabilized, and as I fell, I got the angle between. Pop head off. Yeah, I got the angle between the bridge, the box, and right into the, the his spot and just popped his head. Nice. And it felt freaking amazing. So I clipped that too. Those feel so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just have, trying to have fun in H5. And then sometimes I go back and look at my clips and I'm like, oh, that wasn't really that great. But I, No, I, they I were all the great, Will. <laughs> they were all great. Otherwise, you wouldn't have clipped it. It felt great to me. It I was also, great. I also got a 360 beatdown in SWAT. Like some guy was charging me. I jumped up in the air, did a 360 and smacked him. Nice. And got the beatdown. Nice. Clipped, clipped that too. That's awesome. <laughs> See, those feel really good too. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, I bet that kid felt so bad. I hope he did. <laughs> he deserved it. Oh, man. That's why you don't chase. Yep. That's why you just take the shot when you got the shot. Yep. Simple as that. Yeah. Get that Spartan charge crap out of there. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I played. So that was it for the week. What about you, sir? I see you have some games on the list. I have some games that I played. Uh... So I'm, I'm still playing Death Stranding. I, my PS4 is packed up, so it, it's going to wait till we move, and we might pick that back up. Uh, and then I'm also still playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, mainly Sword right now. I got you Sword you did. for Christmas. So you I, haven't started yet? I don't know where my Switch is. Oh, no. Will, you need to find that shit. But uh, let me know when you start playing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet yeah. it's on the, on the table over there. I, so I, I told last time I talked about this, I spent a lot of time in the wild area. Um, I just feet, beat the first gym leader. Oh my. And it's a, it's a grass gym leader. So I just fucking rocked them the yep. whole time. Fire. Oh, fire. JK fire. Yeah. I, I melted his ass. Nice. It was great. Felt great. 
Um, no, I I like it a lot. It's it hits all those nostalgia points for me, and then I think the music is really good too. Like it, when a Pokemon game has good music, you're like, all right, because you listen to it all the time, unless you are listen to something else. But it's good. So those are the two big things that I've been playing. And then uh, something I d- forgot to put on here, but so will we talked about it? Star Wars Battlefront Two. So I purchased it with the anniversary. So it, funny thing on PC and I think it's uh, on PS4 and, uh, and Xbox as well. The base game and the expansion, if you buy them separately, is cheaper than getting the celebration edition for 40 bucks. So I bought the base game and then the, the celebration edition upgrade for, yeah, for cheaper. Um, and yeah, I like it a lot. It's the, the thing. So when it comes to multiplayer games, I'm very competitive. I'm like, I want to win all the time. That is the one game that I feel like I can play and just not care if I lose or if I suck because so you, you get points for everything. Like, even if you die, you get a hundred points, no matter what, it doesn't matter. You, you don't have to kill anybody. You literally get a hundred points for dying. So like, I, I always, as long as I'm advancing and pushing up against the opposition and getting things set up for teammates. I feel like I'm doing an okay job and the game looks great. It's got all the pew pews and the zoo zoo. And the pew, 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 pew. That's General Grievous. I got that. He's in that game. That's yeah. for the listeners at home. I know you get it. I do it all the damn time. Uh, no, I like that game a lot. I have a lot of fun. Um, I've yet to play. I haven't played on the new maps yet. Um, and I haven't played as a hero yet. I've been playing Galactic Assault or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. It's fun. I fucked up a Han Solo. It felt great. Uh, that's the, <laughs> That was that. And then played some Halo 5 Guardians with you as well. Uh, and Silos and High Tech. We played Holiday Fiesta. It was a good time. And then for the first time, I also played Mythic. Um, to be honest with you, I played one game. We won. A player dropped out on the enemy team, but there was one person on that enemy team that was so good. Like, it was scary. And we played on the on the map that looks like Lockout, but it's not Lockout. And hate that map. See, I wasn't a huge fan of it either, to be honest with you. Um, I do like the movement, though. I think it's cool that you still have your thrust. And that's basically it. You have thrust and save lies. Um, and I think that, so the thing that I did enjoy though, of that map is that I felt the jumps worked. Like I felt like I was easily able to get around for the most part. I don't like the design overall of the map, but I liked how you were able to get around. Um, but that, that person on the other team had sniper on the top, basically the whole time. And the fact that sniper spawns right around there. It's like, damn, I, you, uh, it took so long to get up to him. But as soon as I did, I'm like, okay, we have the lead by a few kills. I, I was the top slayer on my team, but my teammates were helpful for the most part. There was one player on our team. I think didn't get a single kill though. So that was unfortunate, but regardless, so realist, think of it was three on three, but we had another player for the enemy to kill. So it didn't, didn't work very well in our favor. We were ahead by a few and I'm like, okay. The key to success, the key to us winning this game 
is if I do not allow that player on that team to have the sniper. So I made it my duty to kill him when he was up there. I made my way up there. I took the sniper and I drained ammo. It was, I would keep a couple shots because maybe I can, I can kill a couple people before running out of ammo completely. But as soon as the sniper spawn, I'm wasting at least half that ammo because I, I know he's coming for it. And sure shit, every time the sniper would come up or I would be around, he would be right there. I'm like, okay. And we, we ended up winning that game. It was very close though, all things considered, but yeah. And then, uh, I see a lot of people on Twitter right now, um, asking for the mode to stay for a while longer. And then I think it was postums that was talking about, well, realistically, here's why it might not. And so, yeah, there's threads out there if you want to look into that information as well, but yeah, that tournament to look forward to, if you still want to continue playing it and who knows, we'll see whatever comes of it. And then I also played some MCC, um, played on both PC and Xbox and yeah, I was just playing some Slayer. It's a good time. The last game I played before coming over here, we spot, uh, it was on the Hang'em High remake in Reach. And we basically just spawned, we spawn trapped him the whole time. And at the end of the, at the end of the game, one of the enemy players was like, great map. As in like, it wasn't. And I don't think it is either because I, I've had the same thing happen to me multiple times and it's not fun. So yeah, that's what I played. And, uh, well, it's time for some shout outs. I got one here. It's a big one. I want to say congratulations to Dr. Lupo on raising over $2 million for St. Jude. So this is a tweet from Dr. Lupo. And I quote in 24 hours, gaming raised $2,339,943 and 53 cents for St. Jude. Thank you. So will, I went back and watched the clip. Uh, so over the course of his 24 hours, Dr. Lupo raised, what was it? 1.3 million. And then right at the end, there was a giant check presented. Twitch gave him a phone call and it was a check from Twitch for a million dollars. So overall 2.3 million raised. That is an insane, an insane amount of money to put things into perspective. Uh, the GDQ events that run twice a year, AGDQ and SGDQ. That is a week long event. Week long. Okay. And it's running all week. They don't stop. It's consistent. And the most they've raised is over $2 million. Okay. And that's, I'm not trying to like compare penis sizes here. Okay. That's not the point of this. But in 24 hours, over $2 million for St. Jude. That's that's fantastic. To everybody that donated, thank you. You guys are fantastic. And here's to another phenomenal year. And go help those kids. Um, also, so I'm just going to look this up real quick so I don't mispronounce this. Um, I want to give one more shout out. Okay, I want to give one more shout out here. So we did another giveaway for MCC for Christmas. And I want to shout out uh, Vato Zira. I apologize if I mispronounced that. But you were a pleasure to talk to 
throughout throughout this entire experience because I'm just going to say this. Uh, so zero one and uh, he wanted it for steam. He wanted the copy for steam, but he didn't want it for himself. He wanted to gift it to a friend of his because he already has it on steam. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's really fucking sweet of you. And, um, the problem is, is that you cannot gift somebody a copy of a game in order for them to gift it again. It gets automatically added to your library as soon as it's gifted. So I'm like, okay, I'll just gift you a Steam wallet gift card through Steam, and that way you can purchase the copy yourself and send it to them. The problem is Steam requires you to be friends on Steam for three days before sending gift cards through Steam. So I just took matters into my own hand. I went to GameStop and I got a goddamn gift card. I sent the code and that was that. But Zira, you were a pleasure to talk to throughout this entire experience. You're a very, you're a very humble person and you're just very nice and you don't, you don't see that very often. And so, yeah, I wish you the best of luck in 2020 and thank you for participating. Congratulations on winning the giveaway and thank you for listening to the show. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to include as well. And that's it for the shout outs. It is time for the community creations. Meme Saturday. Crap. <laughs> All right, that's it for the community. I'm just kidding. It's not that for community creations. But the fact that, yeah, it's it's not Monday, you know? It should be Meme Monday. It still rolls better. I feel like we're holding on to it for too long, but. No, we're going we're gonna to beat this dead horse forever until they change it back, and they inevitably will never. I mean, they're just never going to. Uh, next up, we have the Halo Reach Revival. A-N-Z-O-C-E, Halo Top 10 plays by InManiac over on the YouTube. So, Australia, New Zealand, and then Oceanic Halo communities bringing these clips in. Go ahead and check it out. Then we have Halo Reach, how to jetpack with a flag. In other words, a jetpack juggle is a quick tip by Vetoed over on Twitter. What's up, Will? I'm just trying to think of how that would work. It's awesome. Watch the video. It is awesome because he he put out a clip on Twitter of him doing it and everyone was like, how in the hell did you do that? What is that? Do you like have to get your momentum going? No. The flag and then. Nope. You, all you literally need is a jetpack, the flag and a wall. Oh, that's it. You, you throw the flag jump. And then as you hold your jetpack button, while you're holding the grab button, because the the game doesn't allow you to hold the flag and use an armor ability at the same time. Yeah. So as long as you're holding the the pickup button and the jetpack button at the same time, right? When you jetpack, you're picking it up. You let go immediately, which makes you throw it up a little bit higher, which allows yep. you time to grab and it, it just again. Keeps going exactly. And he also included at the end of the video, watch the video, please. But it included at the end of video as well for controller players specifically, because it's harder to do on a controller to use the jumper, jumper key bind or the controller bind because it makes it so, so with bumper jumper, right? The left bumper is jump. Okay. With jumper, jumper, 
by holding that button down to jump, you automatically activate your jetpack as well. It's something I've been using ever since it was introduced. And I think I'm going to give a shout out to, I believe it was high tech redneck who told me about that because I had no idea that it even existed. It's fantastic. But yeah. Watch that. Next we have the how to play Halo reach battle Canyon King of the Hill by onset. Check out the YouTube video. And then we have Popular Monster, a Halo MCC montage featuring Prov, Llama, and Majin Gint on YouTube. And finally, we have Clips of the Week number 34 by High Tech Redneck. The YouTube video, along with everything else, will be included in the Google Doc. And shout out to the show. Will, it's all I got, you know? I told you it was going to be light. Still went an hour. Did we? Yeah. Oh, man, we had some good discussion then. Um... Hell yeah. Light on news. Hopefully we have some more news into the new year. We have a lot of tournaments coming up in the new year. A lot of SWAT Nation that brought out the entire roadmap. AGLA is going to be starting back up. Halo Draft League, I imagine, will be starting back up. We got all the things. The Bama Land took place over the weekend. Bama Land! Bama Land! Okay. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm excited. 2020. All right, Will. Before I ask you to plug the show, give me, into the new year, give me one Halo New Year's resolution. Give me something. You put me on the spot here. Give me, uh, give me something, Will. Um, Just, I guess... Or, or you can even just give me, like, one thing you wish Halo Infinite to have. Because it's coming out in 2020. One thing. Sprint. You, do you want it? Okay. Well, I mean, we talked give about me, this consistently. Give me but. back my fast movement. I, All right. You want Sprint? I, I, could, I could open up a can of worms here, and we could go for a while, but... Um, Let's go for another hour talking about Sprint again. Yeah, I like Halo 5 movement. I, I do too. I like the game. I like It feels yes. good to shoot, except when you get blank shots, obviously. But And now know, we see a lot of people coming out the woodwork, oh, I miss Halo 5. It's it's the Halo life cycle. It is. It is. It really is. Um, yeah, I like Halo 5. That's what it is. I want more. I want it to be expanded upon. Will wants Halo 5.5. Sure. Just no... I mean, ground pound, Spartan charge, get that out of there. But the thrust. Yes. The sprints. It all, it all just works well for me it right does. now. It worked really current, well. Current state it's in. The radar. I like that the final HCS radar was only if advanced movement was being used because. Yes. Or shooting. Or shooting. No, take away, take away shooting even. Um, if they just had it for advanced movement, it kind of balances out advanced movement. If someone thrusts to get away, oh, I can see on the radar he went this way. Right. You can't get like super... Because imagine Splice flying in and above you and not being able to see them at all and then you're just screwed. Right. Um, I think it's the, I think it was a good good balance for it. But um, I know not, not a lot of people are going to agree with me. A lot of people like the Mythic setting, what's out, which is out now and what they think Halo should progress into. For me, the thrust doesn't do enough, so why even have it? It's not building upon the, the core game there. It's just uh, an ability that you can kind of... I mean, it's not as as effective as in standard Halo 5. You don't sure. move as far, I believe. 
just, I don't know, without the sprint, the thrust seems not important. I can't slide and do a thrust jump. But at the same time, it's when you see people getting in gunfights in Halo 5, it's always pop, 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 jump, thrust, thrust, jump, thrust, or thrust, and then pop. Yeah. So they always use the thrust in basically every gunfight. Yes. It just doesn't seem to feel as good in Mythic with a BR. Sure. I do like the Halo 2 BR, though. I like it a lot. So, the, so you played one Slayer game, right? I did, yep. You need to play more because they have Oddball. They have King of the Hill. It just it doesn't feel good to me. Okay. Just, I can respect that completely. That's what I'm saying. Keep playing it. Let me know. Okay. I don't have much time left. What about you? What's your one Halo wish resolution for the new year? So... My Halo resolution of 2020 is to play more Halo. I mean, all joking aside, I I need to play more Halo. We need to play through Reach together. We need to get that done. Yeah. It's on PC now. We can finally do it. It's what, it was the one thing we we're waiting for. So we're going to do that. Um, And yeah, I just want to, I just want to play more Halo in general. And I know Infinite's coming, but you know, leading up to that. Uh, And then I guess the one thing I want for Infinite the one thing I want for Halo Infinite. A fully... Yes, I'll say this. Okay. I want all original multiplayer maps. In other words, not taken from campaign, not remakes of old maps. I want all new core multiplayer maps and I want a good amount of them. I don't want six. Like, ten, okay. But like 12 to 15, that's, ooh. Oh, yeah. That's some good shit. Yeah. And not Forge maps. Nope. No, I want fully original maps. No remakes. Those can come at a later time if people want to, if, if they want to add those for free or whatever, or make them forge, whatever. I want fully original maps at the core of the multiplayer experience Why do at I, launch. I feel like we're going to get a hair kick truth remake because somewhere in there. We always fucking do. Can I just go out on a limb? Are you ready for the biggest hot take of all damn oh. time, Will? What do you got? I don't think midship's that great of a map. I love Truth on 5. Oh, I don't like... I just don't like it. I don't like Truth. I don't like Midship. It's just... to me, It's not my favorite map. In a competitive sense, they're symmetrical. Both sides are symmetrical. It works. I get it. To me, I just feel it's... Yeah, sure. I'll say this. I feel it's too fast. I feel Truth, Heretic... Midship, feel they're just a little bit too fast. I like things to be taken taken down just a notch. Just a, just a single notch. The maps are fine. They're just not my cup of tea. That's what I'll say. But yeah, for Infinite, all original core maps at the multiplayer experience, 12 to 15 would be amazing. It'd be amazing. And sure, not all of them are going to be hit, like home runs. You know, it's never going to happen. I can be hopeful. That's what I want. That's the one thing I would love for Halo Infinite. Will, 
We've reached the end. 2019, see you the fuck later. 2020, big things. Infinite possibilities. <laughs> we'll just literally throw a pen at me. I got the mic in there for effect, too. You did. Thank you. What What is this? David Fong's? Oh, yeah. It's a... Shout out to David Fong's Chinese Cuisine at 9329 Lindale Avenue South, Bloomington, Minnesota, 55420. <laughs> you can check them out at davidfongs.com or you can give him a phone call at 952-888-9294. Why'd you just do that? Are they good? Why do you have a pen of theirs? Uh, customers. Oh. Oh, shit. Have you ever eaten there before? No, I never have. Oh, damn it. I really hope... Wait, hold on. Okay, hold up. Will, plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HDS Pro Talk. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can join our Discord, join the community discussion. Lots of great talks going on over there. Um, it's where we, where we do a lot of coordinating of our community playdates and whatnot. So if you're interested, join the Discord. Uh, you can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Hopefully that picks up when Infinite comes out. Uh, we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Follow us on your favorite sites. It's the best way to get in to- contact with us is um, probably Twitter or yes. the email. Yes. Josh? So, yes. That's it for 2019. Not what quite. Can, what can the fine folks expect? Oh, wait, you got something? I do. David Fong's Chinese restaurant is very highly rated. Really? Yes. Out of 779 reviews, it has an overall 4.3 out of it's five not, stars. It's not bad for a Chinese restaurant. It is not. They're closed on Sundays. Interesting. Just like my favorite Chinese food restaurant, which I'm not going to disclose in this episode because that, no, I don't want you to know where I'm kind of near. Um, <laughs> but yeah. All right. Is that, that does it? Yep. That's what you got. That's what I got. David Fong's. Check them out. <laughs> Close 2019. We're done. Josh. Yes. Will. what can the fine folks at home expect on the first episode of 2020? Will we have our HDS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCASB for short matchup number nine results? That's Royal 2 going up against Frosty. Make sure to vote on Wednesday. And then we have the HDS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCASB for short matchup number 10 discussion at Shotzi going up against Snakebite. Another vet going up against another young gun. That could be another very close one. It could be. And then also, we're going to be talking about our plan for HCS Pro Talk in 2020. And yes, that includes a mo-fucking video show. I can't wait. I'm super excited, Will. Are you excited? I'm excited and nervous all at once. Yes, me too. I'm nervous to get this fucking move done. We're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to get some food and I'm going to go cry in a corner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some food though. Cause I'm, I'm starving. And you know what I'm not going to get though? I'm not going to get David Fong's because uh, they're close on Sundays, but you can give him a call on Monday. Check out the website, davidfongs.com. Not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go there. Hey, wait a second. Didn't, didn't Scud Puddle say he was going to be here soonish. I don't know. 
Either hey, way. Hey, Scud, get at us. We got to go to David Fong's. I guess so. Give it a shot. Hey, Justin LaFleche, take a trip from a good old C- Canada. What the fuck <laughs> accent was that? <laughs> oh, no, bad one. You're rambling at this point. I am rambling at this point. I want him to come down here. We can go to David Fong's Chinese restaurant. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for HCS Pro Talk episode 107. I want to thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week. We're going to be in 2020. And we're probably going to talk about some Halo at that point as well. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a phenomenal year. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. We wouldn't be where we are without you. Here's to another incredible year of this show of Will sitting across from me, throwing pens at me, butchering roster names, and me swearing, saying fuck all the time. Can't wait. Another year's going to be fantastic. We'll see you then. But until then, bye bye